Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Hopefully you're spending it with your favorite lover, Burgers and Broads podcast. Uh, Super Bowl Sunday. We're done. Kansas City Chiefs are the world champions. Going to be breaking all that down. Some The 2023 NFL Hall of Fame class was also announced. And also talk some NBA trade deadline from the past week. Here to break all that down. But first, make sure you follow on any platform at Burgers and Brots. That's Burgers and Persan Brots. And stay up to date with latest news on Twitter, Instagram. And hopefully you're watching right now on YouTube at Burgers and Brots. My man, Reed Newport joining us back. Just saw him. Hey, we had a great time last night. We had a phenomenal time last night with the Super Bowl party. Uh, we had not a great result, but fun, fun, fun get together. We did. We had a good time. My boy knows how to how to throw a party for sure. We, it, we, he, he was hosting. He was. He did a good job, bro. He had all the snacks. He had all everything taken care of. I had I had the burgers. No broth. <laughs> no broth. <laughs> I may not know how to cook burgers that good, but you guys were a little hesitant to eat them. But yeah, I, n- I never tried one. I'll be honest. Oh my! You <laughs> didn't eat my burgers. Come on, man. I don't know why I'm having you back I, on. The I back. tried everything else, but some about like um, I was getting mixed reviews on the burgers. So I didn't. I didn't know because they were boiled. That's why you told me your stomach hurt today. Uh, you <laughs> told was, me that was from you, the the you, other stuff. You I was poisoned yourself. <laughs> That's from the other stuff I shouldn't be putting in my stomach. <laughs> that, that's what that was. But, um, I mean, we watched Super Bowl together, kind of talked about it during the game, too. Chiefs uh, come down in the first half, about 24 or 14 at halftime. Eagles are up looking phenomenal, Look, looking great, looking like they're going to just easily sail to a Super Bowl victory. Chiefs come back. Mahomes uh, comes back. I mean, in the – Great second half. The Kansas City in the second half, 17 rushes for 126 yards, six first downs. So they put the ball on the ground against, I mean, the number two defense in the league in Philly. Uh, Philly not great at stopping the motion run, so that that kind of like what did it. Just motion motions, leaving wide receivers, getting them way open. Uh, what were your kind of thoughts on the Super Bowl? Um. Basically, kind of what you said, tell two halves. I mean, the Eagles, I felt like I had an opportunity a couple times to put them away, you know, go up two scores. I mean, I think they ended up going up 10 at one point, but they had a couple opportunities to go up two touchdowns and couldn't capitalize, let them hang around. And, you know, when you're playing a team that's got, you know, a GOAT candidate, you know, a two-time, two or how many MVPs? Two times now. Two-time MVP. They're used to playing in big games. They're, you know. It's not new to them. You can't you can't give them a chance. You gotta, you know, step on them while you while you can. And they didn't do that. Let them hang around. They came back to bite them. Yeah, I mean, first black quarterback to have two Super Bowl wins, uh, Patrick Mahomes. So, uh, I, he did not play good. He he did not play good in my opinion. I mean, he got he got the ground game going. He had 44, 48 yards rushing. Uh, I mean that it doesn't rush that many times. So got I mean, that one run. That one run was a game changer. Mm-hmm. Broke off for like twenty five. Yeah, um, right up the middle. Yeah, I mean twenty one and twenty seven, hundred eighty two yards. He did have three touchdowns. It didn't feel like it. Uh, zero zero interceptions. Jalen Hurts twenty seven to thirty eight, three hundred four yards, one rush, one passing touchdowns, zero interceptions. But he had seventy yards rushing, three touchdowns. On the game, uh, tied for Terrell Davis for the most rushing touchdowns in a Super Bowl. Uh, there was a lot of love for Jalen Hurts in uh, today 
on first take, get up, everything. I I mean, you had Stephen A saying Jalen might be the top three better than Josh Allen. You had Dan Orlowski saying definitely there's the three with Allen, Burrow, and Mahomes, but Hurts, top five. Top five candidate right there uh, in the NFL. What are your takes on? And you also had Pat Mahomes say if they're after the game last night, say if there are any doubters about Jalen Hurts, that he put him to rest uh, after that game. So what are your kind of thoughts on Jalen Hurts being a top five quarterback in the league, maybe top four? I wouldn't go that far, but I think he definitely submitted himself as, you know, one of those second tier type of guys, like, you know, four through eight or nine. Top five might be kind of high for me, but. Um, you know, recency bias that they'll hate him next year again. But yeah. um, he he definitely uh, quieted a lot of doubters. He showed up on the biggest stage, and uh, you know, if I think any you know Eagles fan, anybody on the in the organization, if that was the game that they knew he was going to have, they probably would have felt good that the defense kind of let him down, which is what mm-hmm. got him through most of the year. Um, but yeah, he he played great. I was I. Most of the game, I thought he was going to be the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, I mean, uh, 38-35, your defense is second in the league, and that you, that's your defense. You put up 35, you should win a game, especially in the NFL. Uh, I don't know if you saw it. Orlovsky was – I don't know what show was on. I saw him breaking out film, and Andy Reid was picking them apart. Like, some of those things that we – in real time were like, how are these guys getting that open? Uh, Tony on that little – he was showing how they had set it up earlier in the game, and Andy Reid did what he's known for doing, but he did it great, especially in the second half. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Andy Reid was probably the biggest winner, yeah, one of the biggest winners in this because he's now two and two in Super Bowl games. Uh, looked like he was going to be one and three, so I think this could easily a Hall of Famer could could be maybe on. Maybe Mount Rushmore of NFL head coaches of all time. Uh, two Super Bowls. I mean, it's hard. He, he's been there four times. It's hard to win them, especially when you get there, too, because you're going against a great team. But two Super Bowls, I, I, you put him in one of the greatest coaches of all time. I think you put that. But he also do have the greatest, uh, maybe the greatest quarterback of all time already with Patrick Mahomes. So Mahomes, uh, two, two Super Bowls. Can you put this man in the in the goat as the goat top five all time already? I mean, it would. I think you can easily. If put he stopped playing, if he stopped playing tomorrow, there would no probably. But the trajectory that he's on, even if he just you know never wins another Super Bowl and makes a few more Pro Bowls and kind of fades out, he's he's a top ten quarterback of all time. Like he's his peak is so high, and I mean at this point he's what five, six years deep into this yeah. this run. Like, he's – it's not a fluke. He's he's a guy yeah. um, for sure. I don't know. You know, put him up there with, like, Elway and Brady and guys like that yet. But, yeah, he's definitely uh, – he's definitely on track to, you know, be in a conversation with anybody. Yeah, I think just adds, like, one or two more. As people are going to be calling this man the goat, uh, which is crazy to say because he's still pretty young, and he's not even thirty yet, right? Oh no, he's not thirty. He was like the old. He was like the oldest quarterback in the playoffs too, which is crazy. 
Uh, but I mean, he does have a lot of help around him. Did have a great mentor in Alex Smith, one of the best coaches of all time, one of the best offense coordinators, the, the best offense coordinator in the league with the enemy. Uh, you have great offensive line. That's just that's just where it starts. Offensive line. I mean, both these teams had great offensive lines. Uh, but that's how you win football games and get to the big game. Um, so Kansas City, it was Eagles versus Kansas City and the refs. What, what <laughs> that bad uh that uh, holding call towards the end of the game just sealed the deal for the Eagles defeats. And it just sucks to see. Cause I mean it felt like the Chiefs kind of got help in, against the Bengals and maybe some other games. And you have, I don't know if you saw, I just saw this video, uh, Roger Goodell hugging Chris Jones hugging, after the game, yeah. saying, you can hit a quarterback any way you want it. <laughs> so, any way you want it. Like, it I don't I, it's, it. it's a bad look, but I'm, I, I think if Jason Kelsey ran up to him, if the Eagles had won, he would have done the same thing. I mean, I don't think that there's, <laughs> you know what I mean? I think he just, yeah. you know, saw somebody being happy and you know, was was happy for him. Um, but it is a bad look, especially when there was questionable that the uh, the catch that ended up being an incomplete pass that um Yeah, I thought which it was I guess that with Devontae. Yeah. Um on the sideline that would have been big. I mean there was one that went in the, the Eagles favor too, that screen pass that yeah. I think was probably a catch too. Um they're never gonna get it 100 percent right, but you hate to see it in the the biggest moment like that when it's like something ticky tack. Like you, you could have let that go for sure. Yeah, because Juju wasn't catching that whether he got held or nobody guarded him. That was <laughs> yeah. And I mean, Juju had a big game, but penalty wise, Chiefs three penalties, fourteen yards. Uh, that's pretty crazy. And then Eagles six penalties for thirty three yards. So these penalties weren't much. Uh, weren't huge uh, yardage, but still, I mean, double penalties on the Eagles, but I mean, there weren't, they weren't calling many flags in this game, uh, but that big, the the one they called just huge and just down the Eagles. Um, I mean, overall, great game, 38-35, it's all you can ask for, a great offensive game. I mean, I don't know how you couldn't bet the over in this one. I don't know why you wouldn't. Uh, hit hit like early well, in the, the, third the, the Eagles defense was supposed to be <laughs> keeping them in check. That's true. Yeah, I thought I thought Eagles would definitely hold the Chiefs under at least twenty five for sure. But it, the get kind of the game you love how close it is, but also you're like, oh my, is this really gonna bleed to a last second field goal? And it's one of those. It's like, yeah, he got down there. It's been great, but now you're just gonna run out the clock to kick a cheap field goal to win. Uh, and those those types of endings suck. Yeah, I would have much rather seen him go to overtime or I don't know some game winning drive. Like I, I know what you mean. That yeah, fifteen yard field goal to win the game is kind of <laughs> yeah. It just feels cheap and everything, but uh, great game nonetheless. Uh, any other thoughts on uh the Super Bowl? Super Bowl fifty seven. Uh, you think you think Andy's done? I don't know. I you can't quit when you're you still, still keep going like this because you can still deep run go out on top three years. That is true. He's what seventy five? Just beat the place that fired him. Yeah, I feel like they, being. I mean, me, I I think he. I don't know if you can, if you want to keep adding to your legacy. Is he seventy five? He's old. He's, He's seventy. I, I think seventy five. Is he? No, I'm gonna check. Hold on. But I feel like the enemy has stayed there that whole time because he knows 
eventually that's going to be his job and he's going to be able to, you know, carry um, the torch. And, and at some point he's probably going to get tired of, you know, which maybe not. Maybe he just wants to win a bunch of Super Bowls. He is 58. What is that? 75, bro. What? No, he's born in 1958. How old is that? Oh, good 64. 64. Okay. Yeah, he's probably got a good five years if he wants them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no way that dude's 75. He, but he kind of hinted at it before the, before and after the game, I think. I didn't see that. That it, Definitely after the game, they asked him, and he said it's maybe – I saw a quote for sure. He said it, it's not out of the question that that's his last game. Yeah, so I, I still think the ship's still hot. Um, it's nice to go on, out on top, but when you still got a lot of t- left in the tank, especially with Patrick Mahomes still being pretty young and all your young core still there. So, yeah, you gotta, he could get another two mm-hmm. probably before he retires. Oh, yeah, definitely he's making another two for sure. Um, yeah, Super Bowl 57 in the books. Looking forward to next year when we're talking our Dallas Cowboys versus our Denver Broncos in the Super Bowl. That'll be way more fun. I mean, Dak Prescott didn't make the Super Bowl this year. He was there. He made he it. Was... He, got to be on, he was on the field. What if I told yep. you before the year started, Dak Prescott would be on the field during the Super Bowl game? I would have believed you. Hosting up a trophy. Hosting up a trophy. 100%, 100% I would have believed you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, quickly, let's move into On This Day in History, sponsored by Hefner. I care. Uh, on This Day, 1996, Tupac. Releases his fourth album. Can you guess it? His fourth studio album. Made it into a movie. Juice. All eyes on me. All eyes on me. All eyes on me. And then Juice, 18- that's not a, that's not a Tupac album. You threw me. I, I, that's what I was gonna say, and then you said it was a movie. My bad. Nobody kill me. That's supposed to be my yeah, <laughs> my uh, area of expertise. Thing, yeah, I was like, it's like <laughs> easy layup, but no. Uh, 1866, Jesse James holds up his first bank. And then 1931, the original Dracula is released. I, I watched that movie actually like a few weeks ago. Pretty good. Pretty scary. Scary I've stuff. Seen it. Yeah, it's the, the original one, the first one, 1931. So almost nine, 90 years ago over that. Uh, happy birthday, Randy Moss, uh, Teller from Penn and Teller, and Frederick Douglass. Uh, on this day in history, sponsored by Hefner Eye Care. Uh, located on 5757 Northwest, 132nd Street. Go get your contacts, your eyeglasses, your, your sunglasses, your eye exam. Go get them all at Hefner Eye Care. You can schedule your eye appointment today at 405-728-8853. All right, let's talk some of the NFL Hall of Fame class was just announced uh, this weekend uh, before the Super Bowl 2023 class. Uh, have you had a chance to kind of look over some of these guys and – Know kind of a few of them. Yeah, it's real, uh, real cowboy heavy. Yeah, I mean, good year. Well, we got three. Yeah, I'm well, claiming Zach Thomas. <laughs> he played, he played, he finishes, he played two years in Dallas, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, yeah, um, but I mean, Demarcus Ware definitely is a big, uh, we, we got him. Hey, Demarcus, no Ware way, gave me this shirt. Well, no, he, he, he did, but he's a cowboy, he's a Bronco, he loves the Broncos, he, he he's both. He's yeah, both. He I, I, we can split him. I don't know who the other dude from the. I don't know who the other dude from the Cowboys is. I'm gonna be honest with the Forrest Gump haircut. I yeah, Chuck Halley. Yeah, no idea. So he was like one of the first Cowboys stars. 
what I saw. So one of the first ones in like the 50s or whatever, uh, he won Super Bowl MVP in a losing effort. Oh, wow. So the only the first and ever only one to win Super Bowl MVP on the losing team, uh, Chuck Halley. And then, yeah, you got the Marcus Ware, uh, 138 and a half sacks, ninth most in history. And he's got the most ever in the Cowboys franchise. Just a great, great overall defensive defense lineman. Great. Uh, easily Hall of Famer. Uh, Zach Thomas, uh, 1,181 tackles in the 2000s. Third most in that decade. And you got Joe Thomas, obviously. Uh, 10,363 consecutive snaps. 167 games. That's and nice. guess how many quarterbacks he played under. Let's you ain't, you ain't gonna guess how many years did he play? Ten. Maybe eleven. Ten or eleven. Sixteen. Twenty-two. Jesus. That's Twenty-two terrible. different quarterbacks. That's terrible. That sucks for him because he was like the best, you know, at his position for a long time. And yeah. he was in a terrible spot. Yeah. 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 22 quarterbacks. Um, and then Joe Klecko, the NFL sack leader in 1981, and then I believe was uh, defense MVP runner-up to Lawrence Taylor uh, during that season or one of the seasons. Uh, Ken Riley, 65 career interceptions, uh, fifth most all-time in the NFL. And then uh, Dan Coryell, uh, one of the architect of the game's uh, most famous offenses, uh, pass first. They the he led the league in passing seven of eight years in a row for the Chargers. So pretty incredible stuff there. And then you got Rondé Barber, only player with more than forty interceptions and twenty five sacks. And then finally, Darrell Rivas, Rivas Island, uh, ninety five passes defended. Um, Let's see, and he was the first two uh, – oh, in his first five seasons. So that was the most ever uh, by a corner. Um, pretty pretty good list there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the Real Rivas was uh, the best corner of our childhood for sure. Yeah. I mean, end of his career, he got a little – you know, that always happens with corners though. But um, is Tiki Barber in the Hall of Fame? Do not know. I don't think he is. I don't think he is. I was just gonna say that. I don't know first brothers, but yeah. um, I don't think Tiki Barber is. He didn't play as long, but um, shout to Rondé Barber too. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's wow. about the extent of. Uh, there's four guys on here I've I've never heard of. I'm just gonna be transparent. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know most of these older guys. <laughs> yeah, no, these guys with the the old granny pictures. I mean, shout out to them. They're they're Hall of Famers, but I, yeah. I can't really speak too much. Yeah. Uh no Devin Hester on this list. Uh he was on the ballot but didn't make it in his first He's, year. He'll make it. And not his first year, maybe his first year, maybe his second year. But yeah, he, he should make it. He'll get in eventually for sure. I mean, he's yeah. the best special teams player ever. I mean I mean he took the opening kickoff from the Super Bowl for the touchdown. So you get in just off that, I feel like. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, all right, you want to talk some NBA trades? Yeah, let's do it. Talk a little did bit about the last Terrible. The what? Did you, you, I said they did my boy Russ. Yep. Terrible. They did Russell Westbrook. Awful. Scapegoat uh, all season, all last two I, years. 
Thoughts on the Westbrook trade? We'll start there. I just feel bad for the guy. Like he, I mean, I get it. You know, he's not the best. Um, he's got to be in a, the perfect situation for him to, you know, hold the team out. Um, and he, he doesn't play the most um, adaptive type of basketball, but I mean, maybe it's just, you know, after the KD thing, we kind of, I fell in love with him, but I just, I, he needs a championship and that kind of, uh, I mean, I'm sure – I don't know if he's going to get bought out, but he's a free agent after this year anyway, I think. Um, so um, he'll he'll go to a contender probably next year. But, I mean, since he signed that big deal, this is his fifth team in five years. Yeah, fifth team in five years. That's tough. I mean, I, I feel bad for him. He can come to the Thunder and mess up our team chemistry if he wants. I wouldn't even be mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I – I would have never thought he'd be traded to the Utah Jazz uh, with that little rivalry, rivalry OKC, Russ, and PG-13 had with uh, Utah. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I feel bad. I mean, he, he was the only one that balled out, too, on LeBron's big day. He's the only yeah. one that was balling out. I mean, he's he's still a top – he's still a top player. I mean, especially if you get to a team that has nobody and he has to carry, he can carry. So he's he's still super athletic. I uh, can still score. He's been doing a lot. I think he's been doing a lot better this year. He just had a down year last year. I mean, everyone goes through those up and downs, but yeah, I I really didn't think the Lakers won that trade either. I mean, they did they did get a win over Golden State the other day, but uh, D'Angelo Russell, not 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 huge on. Um, can't I can't even tell you the other two guys they got. Who who the other uh, two? Guys? So, uh, they traded uh Pat Bev for Mo Bamba. I know that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Lakers uh get Danzel Russell, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt. Utah Jazz got Russell Westbrook, Damian Jones, uh Juan Toscano Anderson, and a 27 first rounder. Minnesota got Mike Conley, Nikel Alexander Walker, and three second round picks. So I mean, I think yeah. it definitely seems like LA expects Braun to leave and they're just gonna have to blow it up and you know restart with some young guys because um that's not a a roster that's gonna win this year or next year or huh. ever probably huh. um especially with how I mean I understand I yeah I, I understand trying to you know get what you can out of people before they uh they walk away but um I don't know, it just sucks to see my guy go somewhere where he's I don't even know if they'll play him or try to buy him out or what, but um, I don't know. Other than that, what would you think? Uh, KD, Kyrie, you, you talk about all that last week? Uh, yeah, just a little bit, but God, man, this man, KD, shows up when things are already built. I mean, we talked about Russ. This is Russ has been to five teams in five years. KD's been to four teams in like four or five years. So these two people are getting traded, leaving. I mean, uh, KD, Kyrie Harden didn't work. Why should Booker, KD, 38-year-old CP3 work? And, I mean, their depth is not good in Phoenix. Uh, Don't know. I mean, KD's not playing to the All-Star break, but, I mean, Phoenix is pretty down in the standings right now, so we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, he's a lethal shooter, but I, I don't – I can't – I can't say it's going to work with how bad it was in Brooklyn. He wasn't the problem in Brooklyn, though. I yeah. mean, he he's been balling. the The thing about the West, I I don't know where it is right now, but I know last week three through like 
13 were all separated by like five games. So, um, you know, it's, it's wide open. Anybody can make a run. You just got to get hot. I think, um, I think the way Chris Paul plays as a point guard is going to be better for him because he's more of a, you know, distributor, especially at this point of his yeah. career. I don't know him and the book. Um, that's almost like a him and Harden type of vibe to me where they're going to, you know, have to figure out touches and stuff like that. But um, the main concern, I feel like they traded a lot of their, uh, you know, like perimeter defense to get him, which he brings, you know, he's good on D, but um, you got to have some of those guys that are just like a stopper at some point and they don't have any more. I mean, Phoenix got Kevin Durant, TJ Warren, Brooklyn gets Mikel Bridges, Cameron Johnson, Jay Crowder. Well, Jay Crowder got traded, but four first-round picks and a 2028 pick swap. I really can't say that Phoenix won this trade, especially with I don't know how good KD will come in and play with uh, Booker and uh, CB3 and not much debt. I mean, if they win a championship, obviously you win that trade. But you've got two, three years to win a championship. This this deal is two to three years. Um, CP3 might have this one and one more. He's yeah. he's getting up there and then not. And he's the – I mean, he's still a great point guard, but he's uh, he doesn't move the way he used to. No, he does not. I don't know. What do you think about the Mavs? Yeah, I mean, this one too. I can't – just how – it's because how bad they, they were together. So I don't know if Kyrie can play with anyone. I mean, this is his – is this his fourth team? I mean, Cleveland, Boston. Where was he? Did he go somewhere for Boston and Brooklyn? Did he go straight to Brooklyn? No, he went straight to Brooklyn and now Dallas. So, yeah. 14 2 in however many years? I mean, he just he wants to get out. I mean, he's kind of a cancer to the locker rooms uh, with all his weird conspiracy theory stuff, <laughs> not getting vaccinated, sitting out. Uh, all these games not helping his team win. So if he doesn't get what he wants, he's going to ruin everyone else's vibe and bring down the team. Um, also, too, One the, thing about that, my, Mark Cuban might let him live and just kind of, you know, <laughs> as long as you're, you know, playing ball, doing what you need to do out there, I'll, I'll take care of you, everything yeah. else. But yeah, I mean, I hope it works. It's going to be fun basketball. I think they make – I don't think they made their debut yet. Uh, I don't think any of them have played yet. So I think they might this week. Uh, Kyrie might. Kyrie might have played. Yeah, but I don't know if he's played with Luca yet. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe this. I think maybe this week though. Uh, Brooklyn for that deal they got Spencer DeWindle, Dorian Finney-Smith, a 2029 first round pick and two second round picks. Honestly, Dallas didn't give up for a player like Kyrie. I mean, a lot of baggage, a ton of baggage. But the player he is, that he can maybe help carry them. Uh, didn't definitely did not give us up as much as Phoenix did. Uh, so I think uh, a little better trade right there for the receiving team. But I mean, I'm I'm hope uh, it's gonna be fun basketball. I I don't know if it'll work though. I really don't. Yeah, I guess we'll have to have to see and find out. That's a um, they didn't need more ball handling. They needed to me. I feel like they need they needed guys around Luca, but um, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. I guess, like you said, Kyrie has a history of, um, along with whatever else he has going on on the court, not uh, yeah. not meshing well with other superstars. So, 
Yeah. And yeah, a lot of a lot of shot making or a lot of ball handling that a lot of shots that are gonna be up by both those players. The rest of the team is not gonna get any shots up. Uh he was the primary ball handler too, uh, in that deal. Um Brooklyn Pacers and Bucks, a pretty good deal. Brooklyn gets two second round picks. Indiana Pacers get George Hill, Sergi Baca, Jordan Nora, and three second round picks. While Milwaukee gets Jay Crowder, pretty interesting trade right there. <laughs> um, there, there's just so many second round picks. I, I this just got to be made up. Like teams <laughs> are there sending were... out five four, second round picks, for, four and five for everybody. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess in the NBA, those after the first like twenty picks, those guys don't uh, pan out a lot. I mean, they they end up being G League or into the bench guys. So, I mean, it's not like a you know third or fourth round NFL pick where you're gonna end up making the roster. Not even the lottery picks really work out at all. Not 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 often. Oh. and then, uh, yeah, Mo Bamba for Patrick Beverly. I, I don't just, know I, what Bamba's been doing, but I mean that gives you um, depth and height. You need height. I, I'm torn because I have kind of become a fan of Pat Bev's podcast, yeah. and I hated him so much before. But he's he's kind of a, I, I kind of mess with him now a little bit uh, since he started that, but. Um, he was real happy that D'Angelo Russell was coming to play with him again, reunited from Minnesota, and they traded him like half an hour later. But he'll probably be a good uh, a good vet for Orlando. They got a lot of young pieces. So, I mean, yeah, we all hate Patrick Beverly because his team with Russell, but seeing Russell and uh, Patrick Beverly kind of become friends, like pretty good friends uh, in L.A., uh, kind of changes it. And then Patrick Beverly showing up with the camera to the ref. <laughs> perfect. It's just so funny. Yeah. But, yeah, it's saying he got traded. I mean, I saw uh, someone took a screenshot. It had Patrick Beverly saying uh, Shams is getting cooked by Woj. And then that tweet was like one of the nights. And that next day, it had a Shams tweet above the Patrick Beverly uh, tweet and said, Patrick Beverly's been traded for Mo Bamba. So it just back to back tweets just right on top of each other. Pretty funny. Uh, Twitter, Twitter is a fun thing. Uh, anything else to add on the uh, NBA trade deadline? No, excited to see how uh, it all shakes out. I guess we'll see. Thunder traded Mike Muscala. That's a big loss. We didn't touch on that one, but Thunder might good. drop him. Might drop him out of the play playing uh, contention. And I mean, they're they're probably about to be like sixth place in the plan. So they are they are doing really really good. Uh, way better than I expected. Uh, I, better than I wish they were doing Nuggets are going to win it all, so that's all we know. I wish the Thunder would just lose out and try to get victory, but I'm not in charge. Oh, so if the Thunder – so they beat the Pelicans, they would move into the seventh seed. They're right now the 11th seed. So yeah, seven, it's all real tight, though. Seven through 11, one game. Nuts. <laughs> and then uh, four through 12 – Three games. That's the That's Any, anybody's, uh, you know, anybody can uh, make a run for sure. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun, uh, especially coming up with the NBA All-Star game. When is that? 
when is the All Star game? That's Sunday, I think. That's this week. I think so. If not, it's the week after. But yeah. I don't feel like the those guys would have set out that long if it was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it is this weekend. Wow, that's crazy. All right, uh, let's move into the final segment. Who are we sharing our burger and brought with? Uh, I'll start on this one. Philly, Philadelphia, Philly fans, uh, all Philly major sports fans, they have lost three major sports championships in 99 days. They lost the World Series, MLS, and now the Super Bowl, all in a span of 99 days. It's got to hurt to be the city of brotherly love. So sharing my burger and brat, if you guys want to share some Philly cheesesteaks, we can do a little switch, a little uh, switcheroo right there. But yeah, sharing it with uh, just the heartbroken Philly fans. Also, I'll give it Jalen Hurts, a ball out. For sure. I'm going to give it staying the same kind of vein. I don't know if you saw um, post game, the the Kelsey brothers kind of engage. I'm going to give it to, to Jason because he was um, – Obviously, you know, understandably distraught. His team just lost the game on a, you know, game-winning drive field goal. But um, Travis went up to him, and he was like, man, look, I'm good. Just go celebrate. And then he stood out there and watched him have a good time. And it couldn't have been easy to do. It's, I'm sure it's a kind of a, a hard situation to, you know, be happy for your brother. But I can't even imagine, you know, pissed that you just lost the Super Bowl. So um, we'll give it to him. I think he deserves it. Yeah. At least he has one Super Bowl uh, on his belt. So Kelsey now with two. Uh, Reed, thanks for coming on, talking recap of the Super Bowl and some other fun stuff. For sure, man. You know, anytime. I, I love to do it. I'm. I know I'm your your favorite guest. So hey, don't age. What are we saying? <laughs> I'm saying that out in the public like that. Uh, you want to plug a uh, company real quick? Yeah, yeah. Um, like always, man. If you're into music, you know. Um, any anything kind of in that um, hip hop lane, um, go give us a follow. It's T H E underscore O A K A D O K. Um, kind of cover all that. Um, I'm, my uh, personals are all five eight zero smoke. So give me a follow. Uh, follow the page, and like I said, always appreciate you having me on, bro. Yeah. All right. Go follow 580 Smoke and uh, check out the OAKA. Uh, everyone, thank you all for listening. Make sure you follow on any streaming platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Pandora, anywhere you get your podcast at Burgers and Brats. Stay up to date with latest news on Twitter, Instagram, and hopefully you just watched on YouTube at Burgers and Brats. Thank you all for listening. Take care. Stay safe. Happy Valentine's Day. Take care.